Yeah, 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 yeah. What is going on, Flipackers? I just got back from the Funnel Hacking Live event with my main man, R.B. Brunson. I guess that wouldn't work. Russell Brunson. And I got some incredible breakthroughs that I want to share with you today on the House of Being HQ podcast. So here we go. This, this, this is the House Flipping HQ podcast. Let's get flipping with your host, Justin Williams. Justin All right, so you guys have heard me talk about one of my mentors, uh, Russell Brunson. You know, they say when the student is ready, the, the teacher will appear. But I am very grateful that this is the teacher that appeared in my life when I, I needed it most. I don't know. Uh, I, I may go as far as to say maybe House of HQ would, would not exist today. I don't know. Maybe we would have found someone else or a different way. Uh, but I'm grateful that that we found this man. I consider him uh, the most prolific marketer, um, sell, like like just, just all around everything. Like I don't even know uh, how to describe it. Just an incredible human being who continues to push the limits, continues to to despite the the haters and all the different things that that people might say or do continues to just keep growing and exploding his his business and his community and his mission and everything that he's doing. So I I had gone I've been to most of his events uh except for last year I I didn't go, didn't think I didn't think I needed it. You know, I spoke the year before at his event and got my you know, two comma club award and, just, and, and you know, I had some things, right? My, my kids football and different things and, and, and stuff like that. Right. Which, which is cool. Right. I think it, I don't want to travel like 12 times a year or anything crazy like that. Right. So I had what I thought were valid excuses. Uh, but looking back, I saw very clearly that that was a mistake for multiple reasons. I, I know I, I can't pinpoint it exactly. There's no way to measure it exactly, but I'm pretty confident that not going to that event last year lost me a good seven figures, maybe a couple million or so. Uh, but it's not only the money that it lost, but the impact of the, the lives that are affected uh, through the programs that, that we have here at House of HQ. So I was ready to go this year. I was like, nothing's going to stop me. I'm going this year. And it's kind of interesting because I went to the event expecting to get a certain certain something that that all that one thing alone would have been worth 10 times 100 times literally uh, literally probably even more than that right the the price of of admission but what i got was was so much more it was transformational in so many ways i mean like literally this morning on our level 10 in our level 10 meeting and my discussion prior with, with Kyle and Bill, like we're literally like changing up, we're transforming our business. We're building out our team. I told Kyle, you go hire these three people, Bill, you go hire these two people, right? Like we're, we're changing things. We're transforming. We're exploding. Like I didn't realize how complacent I was getting, right? Like, isn't that strange? Like sometimes you don't recognize what you don't recognize sometimes. Like, I thought I was good. I thought I was doing my thing. Uh, people in the community are growing and things are going well. And I go to this event. I saw what Russell's doing, but I also heard the things that were said. I felt the things that were said. I was moved by many of the presenters, many of the speakers, and it spoke to me. And I realized, wow, I'm not playing 
all out. I'm kind of lax. It's the weirdest thing. Like, I don't know. I just woke up this morning and I worked out. I took a shower, which I know sounds funny to a lot of you guys, but I don't usually shower first thing in the Like, I just like, I don't know. Okay. I'm sure I'm going to get some people harassing me a little bit, but like, I ju- it just, I don't know. Like I, I put my, uh, my, my suitcase away, put all the stuff in my suitcase away, which usually doesn't happen for like a week or two afterwards. <laughs> okay. This is, this is digressing, but, um, I was just ready to change and take on the world and serve our members at an even higher level. And we, we did some other things. We, we are changing up some things that I cannot disclose yet because it is still in the works and not even my coaches or a lot of my team and, and different people are, are aware of our members. Anyway, so I'm not going to get into that right now. Uh, you'll hear more about it later, but, but things are changing. It's going to all be for the better. And it's all because I chose to quote unquote sacrifice head down to Nashville, Tennessee, which happens to be where, where Bill Allen lives. So I was able to stay with him and, and go to this event. So there are a lot of things I could talk about, and I will probably later on go through the the recordings when we get them and, and or review my notes and maybe share some other takeaways. But I wanted to kind of hone it down to um, one specific thing that happened that I thought was really interesting. So I'm going to share with you what went down. And it was ended up being like this pretty controversial thing. Uh, so I'm on the plane, just going home, feeling like ready to take on the world, super pumped. I raised million dollars for Operation Underground Railroad, which Bill Allen was able to actually go and receive the check for because he runs the Nashville, Tennessee arm of, of OUR now. And it was just this incredible event. And I see this Facebook post that my I'm just like, what? I'm so confused. And Dave Woodward, who uh, is one of Russell's uh, p- partners in and click funnels and 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 whatnot um posted this thing saying hey we just want to let you guys know we hear your concerns about the uh young man who was up on stage yesterday and we want to make sure you know that we, you know, we, we're talking to him and we're going to make sure that that he's okay and he really wants to get into the the coaching program right and i was like Huh, like what what's going on? Like are people complaining? Are other people upset? Like what's going on? Right. So, you know, we all love a little drama. We we got not that love it, but we like it's I like I gotta see what's going on, right? <laughs> There's like tons of posts after that. So I'm starting to check out this thread a little bit. Cause I to me, that was like a pretty amazing thing to witness what happened. So, okay, let me back up a little bit. So th- there's this guy named Garrett White that speaks at has spoken at all of Russell Brunson's uh, Funnel Hacking Live events. He's the only one who's who spoke at all of them. And he's somewhat of a maybe controversial speaker, you might say. I mean, he's like, for example, like he's not necessarily, not necessarily like my cup of tea. I mean, I like a lot of the things he says, but pretty vulgar, like drops off to F-bombs. Like not someone I would have at, at my event or anything like that. I, mean, I kind of know him personally, but uh, at least a little bit. <laughs> but um. <laughs> But still, I mean, it's it's Russell's event. Like he brings in who he wants. You choose to go or not, or you can leave the room, or or do what you want, right? So, um, I I still get a lot a lot out of it. And all the speakers up until that point, I thought were were really good. Of course, there some to me like impacted me more than others, but that's besides the point. There, overall, it, it was it was great. I was moved. Um, I was up already up until that point. So, 
Garrett um, does, does his thing. And of course, just like any speaker, just the way I am, like, I don't agree 100% with what everyone says. I mean, I think that's how you become like an individual. Like if you're agreeing 100% with 100% of what everyone says, like, then you just not that's impossible in my opinion right <laughs> unless you're just like always swaying back and forth right so I, I i like some of the things you said some of the things like eh, whatever but i felt like one of the most impactful parts was when he brought this this i'll say kid but he's probably you know in his, in his low uh early 20s right i guess i'm getting old when i call someone in the early 20s a kid but this guy um, writes down in, in this journal that Jared had, uh, not Jared, that Garrett, oops, sorry, that Garrett had us write things down in this in this journal about like what we were going to do, how we we're going to change, like what we heard from what he was talking about and, and stuff like that. So this kid just writes like how he was just moved and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to change. I'm done caring about what people think. It was a little more intense, the words he used, but uh, we're doing the, uh, the clean version here. Um, and he went up to Garrett and he's like, I got something I want to share with these people, right? So they 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 let him, I mean, through a series of different things, like they let him kind of share uh, what what he, what he wrote down. And and it was pretty cool, like seeing this guy, like he, he was moved, he was ready to change. And Garrett went through this series. I, I, I can't say it, Garrett, Garrett is very eloquent. <laughs> like I'm not the smoothest in the world, right? But he went through this process, and it was just everyone felt it. At least I, I felt like everyone felt it, whether they felt uncomfortable or not. And this kid, like you saw this kid, like really step up and own his life. He stopped making excuses. Before that, he was making excuses, like saying all these other people were keeping him from following his dreams and all these things. And uh, he just basically said, I, I'm done. I'm done with them. I'm done with worrying about them. I'm done, and I'm going to move forward. I'm going to do this. And Garrett said, Are, did you... Did you truly commit? And he, and he basically, so the guy basically said he's in, he's committing and, um, but he didn't join the, the, the coaching program that, that Russell uh, like offered. And uh, yeah, I'll say anything Russell puts out like is, is amazing. Like I fully, I, I helped me like it was, it was incredible. So it was really interesting the way this unfolded because it was like, he said he was all in but the truth is, like, I've I've seen it before. Like, unless you have, like, an event is amazing. It'll help you. But unless you have, like, the help that you really need, like, it's hard to get where you need to go in, in anything. So Garrett, like, Garrett knew that. Garrett knew in order for this young man to progress at the level that he wanted to, he was going to need some additional support. We can't go out alone. He knew he was going to go back and have – the haters hate on him and the people who didn't believe in him, like try to pull him down. And he knew that he needed that additional level of support. So he said, did you sign up for the program? And so he's there in front of like 4,500 people. And um, he said, no. And he said, he said, will you? And the kid said, yes, I will. And he said, will you give me a loan? And of course, Garrett said, it was like, no, like you, this is like, basically he needed to become a man. He needed to be the one to do this. And so the guy like barely had enough money to even make the first monthly payment. And so it got intense. And uh, like, even for me, I was uncomfortable, right? I'll be honest. Like I am not like a big, uh, heavy pressure, <laughs> high pressure sales type person. And you guys, if you guys know my story in the past, like I didn't even 
promote or sell hardly at all. In fact, if you go and listen to my early podcast, it's basically like me sharing, hey guys, is everything, blah, 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 and oh, like I, I kind of have this thing over here, but don't worry about it, just go do your thing, right? And like House of Being HQ, I, one day, one day I had the epiphany, I had the realization that unless I start pushing, like House Flipping HQ is going to be out of business. I'm going to be out of business. Like there will be no seven figure flipping, no six figure, no House Flipping forum. There would be nothing until I started believing in what I was promoting and what I had to offer the world and the value that I had to give. One until I believed that more fully, nothing like was really working. I wasn't given the value that my clients deserved. I wasn't bringing in enough revenue to keep the business going, to pay for the overhead, to pay for everything that we had. And it was just taking way too much time. And the business didn't work because I didn't believe in the business. So I had my my first um, mindset shift in that regard back then. And then in this moment at this event, you know, Russell shared how he went to this Tony Robbins uh, event like years ago. And everyone was like jumping around and fired up and like, kind of going along with the things Tony was sharing and Russell was just like standing in the back being like, whatever, like I am not doing this. These guys look silly, look like idiots. Like, and he wasn't going all in, but then somewhere around like middle of like day two or, or something like that, where he's like, well, like what if, what if I, I do go all in? What could happen? What if it does help me? What if it does transform things? And he went all in, he leaned in and he played all out and that changed everything for him. And that's a big part of the reason why he is where he is today. So I started to kind of look at that. And I know that I've had a lot of false beliefs in the past. So, you know, clearly I knew the objective was for some of the speakers was to help sell this program. And at first I was like, oh, they're selling. Yeah. You know, just had that thing that we have in our, our head. They're like, oh, I'm being sold. Nope, I'm not listening, not listening. But then I said, well, I know they're selling, of course. Like that's why Russell and the team, that's why they're so amazing. That's why they will do so much because they are so good at sales. They are able to create these amazing programs. Without that, they wouldn't be able to have the programs. And I'm grateful that they're able to bring in that revenue because, and I'm grateful for what I've purchased from him and, and done with him and the coaching I've done. So it's like, huh, like that's good. But everything everyone was saying that was quote unquote selling, like it was true. All the limiting beliefs that people have about money, like all these different things were so true. And so when Garrett gets up there with that that young man, he's like, did you do the program? Like you say you're all in, you say you're committed, but you didn't do the thing. Anyway, I can't, I, oh, I'm having such a hard time like portraying what happened. Like you'd have been there, you'd have felt it. Like this guy like had to face his deepest fear. Like he was, a, he was afraid, like what if? What if I spend the money and I don't make it back? What if, like you're saying he's going to create this seven figure business, but what if I don't? And I, I'm done with all these. Hey, like he was like declaring to the world, to 4,500 people what he was going to do. And he believed in the program, but he said he didn't have the money or he barely had enough money. And so he kind of wasn't all in. It was the craziest thing, like seeing this happen. At first I got uncomfortable. I was like, he's right. This guy's saying he's all in, but is he really all in? If he believes in this program, he believes in this community, he believes in this organization, he believes it can help him but he's not doing it, he's not fully committed. So anyway, to me, it was like this amazing thing where the kid, like he he got in the program, he took basically the last money that he had and you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but I believe that his life was forever changed because Garrett was willing to kind of push him over the top 
in the way he did. Now, once again, I'm not saying I agreed with everything or how it was done or blah, blah, blah. And so I guess that's kind of what, where the controversy started. And it started at the event, but I wasn't on like social media or in say, oh, what are people talking about at the event, right? So on the plane, I start to read this thread. And apparently there were not a ton of people, but I think enough people, right? Out of 4,500 people, there were some people that were saying, oh, he was bullied and he was forced to make this decision and shame on ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson and all these things. And I was like, wow, like, what? <laughs> wow, like totally, like I had a totally different experience of what happened. Like that young man became, that boy became a man that day, in my opinion, and he fully committed and his life will be forever changed. And I saw these people like trying to, I guess they were like trying to come to his rescue and save him and seeing he was being bullied. And it just got me like thinking about how often we do that to people or how often it happens to us. You know, usually we talk about the haters and the people who say, oh, that's not going to work and this and that. But what about the people that think they're saving us? You know, they have good intentions. Like all these people had really good intentions. And they thought they were saving this guy, but really what they would have been doing was like ruining his chance for a life of, of abundance. And some people were saying that, oh, you guys should cover it for him, for what you put him through, and you should just give him a scholarship and take care of it. And what that would have done to him, like I have, <laughs> in the beginning when I first started the House Living Formula program, I would give the program to a lot of friends and family and just different people. I'm like, oh, I'm going to hook these people up. And it was the worst thing I ever could have done. Like none of those people have done anything with it. They haven't grown. There was no sacrifice. There was no investment. And these people were trying to take that away from him. And of course, there was a lot of people that came in and said, no, like, that, like this is what he needs and all these things. But they kept going back and forth where people thought they were protecting him. No, we are supposed to protect people. And what is this? I can't believe it. And I see this happen. It's so fascinating because I see this happen with people's children. We want to protect them. We want to save them. We want to help them. And reality, we're hurting them. I see the same thing happen with friends and family. It's like you want to protect people. You want to hover over them. And really what we're doing is we're preventing growth. We're creating dependency. I mean, look at our government, look at our society, look at the way like people take, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a big difference between charity and taking care of those who cannot take care of themselves and then trying to jump in and save someone or help someone in a way that we think they can't help themselves. And I don't know about you guys, but I have never grown or progressed from something that wasn't hard, from something that was comfortable. I saw a lot of people, the, the common thread was like, it was very uncomfortable to watch, or you made him feel uncomfortable. Or you both know, like, that young man was put in a situation where he had the opportunity to commit, to make a decision, to decide what he was going to do in his life. Because the truth is, like, you will not survive this or any other business if you are not all in. If you don't play all out, if you're just half in, just kind of like I'm dabbling or thinking, I think I kind of want to do this thing. Like, forget about it. Just give up now. Quit. Go back to whatever else you you were doing or you're doing because it doesn't work that way. Now, the hard part is, is there's no guarantees. I don't know that this young man will go on. Everyone's like, he's going to like make a million. I, I don't know that that'll happen. But you know what? Now he has that opportunity. And it's still up to him. It'll still 
rely on him. He will be giving all the tools, all the resources, everything he needs. And now it's up to him what he does with it. And who knows? He might make it. He might make it big. He might flounder. He might fail. He might not make it this year, but maybe he'll make it later on. Just like when I started my first business, thought I was going to make a million dollars. And later I ended up with $120,000 of debt and, uh, you know, all these struggles. And But you know what? Like I wouldn't trade that for anything. Everything I am today, everything I have, everything in, in our life is based off of what we chose to do back then when we took that risk. But we were all in. We burned the ships, as they say. There was no other option. Like, you, I did not care what anyone thought. You can not care. That was another big thing theme and something I got from this event is I think one of the main things that holds us back, like as, as human beings, we have this thing where it's so important to us that we're accepted. And that's a good thing. That's how we love each other and we come together and we find commonality. But you know what? Like you got to know what your vision is and what you're going to do and you got to do it. And you can't care about what haters might think. You can't care what friends and family might think. You can't care about those who think they're going to come in and save you might think. Like you have got to believe with full like full throttle. You got to surround yourself with others who are in that same boat because it's too hard to maintain on your own and you've just got to move forward day after day after day. And if you falter, you get back up and you keep going. Don't whine and complain about the market or things have changed or that person took my deal or there's a lot of letters going out or, oh, it's too competitive. Like a bunch of garbage. What one man can do, another man can do. Just a few weeks ago, we were in Keystone, Colorado with a hundred of the nation's most successful housekeepers and wholesalers who are all destroying it. Right. And then like I see other people in these other groups, they're like, oh, these you can't this basis doesn't work. And it's like surround yourself with the right people because the people that you surround yourself with are the people that you're gonna really start to think like and act like and replicate what they're doing. And those are the people you're gonna lean on for support. Now, don't get me wrong, don't like disown your friends and family. There's another uh, a lady spoke about like you have to have like look at um you have to understand who you're talking to. Is it someone who is in your entrepreneurial crew or is it friends and family? And entering into that conversation, you have to know that, okay? So love those who don't understand what you're doing and don't get it, and that's fine. Like, build those relationships. Those are really important. But just don't enter into the wrong kinds of conversations with them. Don't seek their approval because you're not going to ever get it. I know way too many people uh, I who, I, I won't get into details because I don't want to, putting him on the spot here, but I know many people who years ago had the opportunity to do this business and do it big, but they were so concerned about what other people thought or this and that. It's like, you teach people how to treat you. You teach people how to think what they think of you. There was someone else at this event and I'll keep it kind of vague to, um, anyway, if they're listening, just know that, Hey, you're providing an example to someone that, that, that might be in a similar situation. And we were at lunch and they mentioned something about they don't post something on Facebook because they don't want their parents to see. And I was like, what? Why are you kidding me? You are like a grown woman. You have like children and like, why? Like you are treating, you're teaching them how to treat you. If there's anything that they think or don't think like 
no one, it's interesting because I dropped out of college with one semester left, had a full ride scholarship. And you know what? Like, I didn't get crap from anyone. I, I sometimes get crap from some, not a lot of crap, but just because I bring it on a little bit. But like, no one in my family said, oh, you shouldn't do that. And you know why? Because I didn't ask them. Not only they're incredibly supportive, but I didn't ask them. And I have taught them without like, not, not directly, but just by my actions that I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do what I believe in, what I feel is right for me. And it doesn't really matter. I don't really care what people think. I mean, that's just, just how it is. And they know that. So no one ever gave me their opinion. I didn't ask it. Like I knew what I was doing. I had a mission. I had a vision and ended up with $120,000 of debt instead. Right. And they could have easily been like, Oh, I told you, but it didn't matter. Cause I still felt wealthy. I still felt rich. Like nothing for me had changed. I had a roof over my head. I had food for my family. Sure. Maybe I wasn't living in the most beautiful, amazing home or going on these amazing trips, but it didn't matter. Cause I knew what was in my heart and it was in my mind. I knew what eventually would happen. It might take a little longer, you know, Tony Robbins and I, they, they're not sure if it's Tony Robbins or Bill Gates, I guess, but they say we sometimes underestimate what we think is we can do. Wait, we overestimate what we can accomplish in a year, but we underestimate what we can accomplish in 10, right? So you guys just got to keep going, you know, three feet from gold. I see so many people, they learn like everything they need to know to explode their business. They've taken a lot of action, but then they hit to have some hiccups or trials or whatever. They get fearful and then they, they go back. And now the story in their head is, oh, this doesn't work. This is scary. This is hard. I can't do this. When it's like, you already like learned all the things. You can now go do it. And it's, it's like you went through the hardest part and I just got to launch your thing up into orbit and it's going to like take off or, or at least is close. And they just like, give up or quit or falter. Like you can't do that. You got to keep going. So back to this young man. I mean, I'll be honest. I wasn't sure. I'm like, I don't, I hope he makes it. But I was like, you know what? Good for him. Cause he put his flag in the ground. He made a decision today. And if he keeps with that decision, eventually he will. It's just inevitable. He was around the right people getting the right support, had the right mindset and he was going to maybe step, but you know what? Like I would much rather stumble and fall and air, but know that I'm going all out and going for my dreams and not giving up or giving in to mediocrity or not, or settling and, and to, to quote unquote fail, whatever that means. I don't even know what that means. Right. But, and maybe not make like millions of dollars and take off right away and do all these things. But I would much rather do that than, than just keep going about my life and being unhappy and not fulfilled and not living my my dream, right? So it was really fascinating because this debate was going on and on. And all of a sudden, Andy, this guy, like he jumps in and writes this post. So he, he's a post. And later on, I saw a video that someone recorded with him. And this guy was just like ecstatic. Like he was so ecstatic. He said, no one has ever spoken to me that way. No one has like, my life is forever changed. And then he was just surrounded. I and mean, he had so after that post, he's just hundreds of comments of people there to support him and help him. And and it's all because he listened to that voice inside of him that said, you need to speak up. You need to share what you have to share with, with this community and with those out there. You need to commit. You need to put your flag in the ground and say, you are doing this. And he did that. And now so many people are rallying around him. And I have no doubt that he's going to figure out how to get that and only get the rest of that money but make that back times 10, times 100, times 1,000, and, and change his life. And I say he, I have no doubt, but I guess I do. I don't know. I don't know that he'll do that. But he now has the opportunity to do that. So, I mean, this was incredible for me because I talked the other day on the podcast about all these different, like, 
breakthroughs and epiphanies I've had. And like, it's like you're always, if you're not always breaking down old false beliefs and replacing those with new ones, like you're not progressing. And I feel like going to this event caused me to do that. I mean, I was afraid to grow too much. I didn't want to bring on too much overhead because in the past, you know, like I mentioned, I've, that's been an issue with my first business. And I think I had those fears and they're holding me back. But wow, it's like so much later and I've gotten better and I have a better, my team is strong and I, like I cannot keep living in the past, can't keep taking what happened in the past and having that be my future. And I encourage and invite and call you to do the same. You know, from here on out, like I am not going to be apologetic, even still like at my events and when we I talk to people, it's just kind of like oh, whatever you want. You don't really know. Like there is no halfway. You're in or you're out. Like people who just hang out on bigger pockets or going to free Rias, like sure, they might get one or two houses here or there, but to succeed at the high level and create a real business, like it's just not going to happen. You know, the after the event Saturday night, I was driving in an Uber with some some friends of mine and, and they had some other friends and they introduced me to them. And these guys had just gone through, you know, the coaching and then they just joined, you know, Russell's $50,000 mastermind group. And so I was kind of curious. I wanted to know like, okay, so, Hey, how, what was the, how was the program? And, and why did you join pay $50,000 to join the other program? And it was kind of interesting what, what the guy said to me. Uh, Cause I think even though like I thought this was like an amazing moment that happened, um, I was still like, oh, I, I hope the guy gets a lot of value and stuff like that. I wonder if he will, you know, uh, we can't, can't help it. Right. We want, we want to see people succeed. And the guy told me, he said, uh, well, do, is there an option? Like if you want to succeed at a high level in business and not just be like a solopreneur and kind of have like a job, like just kind of scrape by and get by or like, what are you going to do? Just go online and like Google it. I'm going to get on YouTube and find a bunch of random videos. He's like, no, if you want to build a business and build it the right way, you surround yourself with the right people who can really help you do that. Like, dude, like business is not easy as it is. So he said to me, there, there was no option. I mean, I, you know, there's options, but I knew I needed some help. And they felt like for, for the business that they were doing, that, that was the best thing. And I asked them, I said, well, how did you feel about it, it kind of like little high pressure sales or whatever? They're like, we're grateful for it because without that, and it wasn't hype. It was, I, I don't know. It depends define it how you want. They said without that extra push that we needed and convincing and helping us have that epiphany and the breakthrough of what we really needed, we wouldn't have had that on our own and we probably wouldn't be where we are today. And it just hit me so hard. It made me think about all the people and all the times, I mean, cause I kind of had the epiphany a while ago where I had to like be a little more, like believe a little more in what we're doing in our mission here. And it really hit me all the times when I was just kind of halfway there. Right. And don't get me wrong. Like I still don't believe uh, high level coaching is for, for everyone, right? There's different places for everyone, depending on where you are in your journey, but someone is truly committed and they're at that level and they're, they're saying they want to do X, Y, and Z, and they're going to be all in 100%, then I, I, I'm i I'm done apologizing for that. I don't, I think I also, along with like caring what people, I think I cared. What are people going to think? Are they going to think I am? Like, I, I just don't care anymore. 
because I believe there are too many people out there. I look at all the people in our organization and how their lives have been changed and the things that they've accomplished and done and been able to do with their, their families and the, the charities that our organization supports. I think, wow, like where would none of that would have happened if it wasn't if, if I continue to care and worry about what a few people here they're thinking I was gonna say the minority not even like it might even be the majority of the population but it doesn't matter because that's not who we're trying to serve we're trying to serve the few and that's kind of what I saw in Garrett like he didn't care about the people that were coming in and trying to like save this person he was speaking to those people who kind of thought they were committing but weren't weren't really and they were kind of on the fence and they needed to kind of be challenged a little bit if you will and kind of be challenged on like okay you say you're committed but are you really so i guess that's kind of my my question to you to anyone who's listening are you really committed and what does that mean to you like what are you going to do differently are you going to listen to what other people say? Are you going to care? Are you going to be afraid to post something or say something? Because, oh, my parents might not. Like, who cares? Like, if they care, if someone else gets on your care, like, that's on them. You can't. You are training them to do it. It's really on you, actually, because you are allowing it to happen. Like, don't care. Like, don't even feed into it. Don't even, like, have to have this big, huge. Like, you can discuss it with them if you want, but, like, I would just skip it and just do it. Actions speak so much louder than words. So just do it and then do it again and again and again and again and again. Consistent and persistent. And do not confuse busy work with production, right? Like do the things that matter most. And if you're not going to join uh, you know, a, a coaching program or a mastermind group or whatever, like just make sure that you're focused on the things that truly matter. That's another thing they really hit on was, look, here's the deal. Like a lot of people talk about, oh, read like all these books. And I've never really believed in that. In fact, I only read like two books my whole life up until the point I started my like education business. And then I was like, oh, I should probably read a couple more books so I can understand how to like teach people and stuff. And anyway, not teach, you know, not real estate, but all the other stuff. And some of those kind of help me help people. But anyway, that tangent alert. So back on point here being, I see so many people read just to read, but it's like, what do you want to do? Like figure out what you want to do. Like what is the very next step? If this, something has like 20 steps and you're on step one and you need to go step two, what do you need to learn and do for step two and ignore and don't worry about anything else? Don't go read a book about like, I don't know, like I could come up with a hundred different things. Don't go read some random book about some random thing and filling your mind with that when the next thing you need to do is just like this one thing, like go figure out how to do that thing and go do it. So anyway, that is my commitment to you. We are going to be leveling up. We are going to be growing. We are playing all out. I'm hey, I'm putting myself in your shoes too. I'm done just going halfway and being conservative and saying, oh, but I don't want to make sure that my out income, you know, I'm not spending more than I'm like, I'm going, we're going for it. And of course, we're not going to be dumb. We're going to be smart. We're going to, uh, you know, do, do all the right things and monitor and track on all this stuff. And as you should as well, I'm not saying take your family's life savings and put it all on the line. That's not what I'm saying, but commit, lean in, play all out, take risks. Like what have you got to lose? Really? Like, what have you got to lose? Like our founding fathers created this system where 
even if everything goes to crap, like we don't go to jail, we're still okay. But you have the opportunity for anything you've ever dreamed of to have massive impact in your life and your family's lives and everyone else around you. So what are you going to choose? You going to play all in or are you going to go halfway and, and spend your life just kind of dabbling? The choice is yours. But as for me and my house, like we are all in. In fact, uh, I'm taking my kids with me next year. I'm going to start working with them more. Like they need to learn these things now because there's too many people out there that never learn them. And you know, the crazy thing is, and I'll close with this, is it might sound like, oh, if I do more, Justin, you're going to do more. Like, is that going to take away from time with your kids and, and family and other things? Is that kind of against like what you teach and believe? And no. Like the opposite is true. Like I came home yesterday and I was so present with my kids and, and my family. And this morning I, I worked out and I was just focused and put my my uh, suitcase away and um, just wanted to be better all over. When you're clear on your vision and you're focused and you know what you're doing and you get rid of all the crap about worrying about what other people think and are going to say and you get off of social media and stop binging on Netflix and you just do the things, you do the things, you eat the frog, you do the things that matter most, they're going to move the needle and you don't worry about all the other garbage, you're actually more productive and you're going to have better quality time with your family. You're going to be a better husband, mother, father, daughter, every all the things, right? You're going to be better at everything because it all kind of comes together. It all plays off each other. So just be all in, be all in at everything you do. Like you can do this. I believe in you. Don't listen to what other people say. Just reach out to to J Dog and we'll make sure that that we get there together. All right. Well, that is what I got for you guys for this week. That is my commitment to you. Commit to yourself. Play all out. If there's ever anything I can do for you, please do not hesitate to reach out. Justin at House Flipping HQ and me or someone from my team will get right back to you and help you in any way we can. Get out there, take action, focus on what matters. Have a great week, and we will talk to you next time on the House Flipping HQ podcast. This has been the House Flipping HQ podcast. Your ultimate house flipping resource for intelligent real estate investing and financial freedom. Check out amazing tutorials, blogs, how-tos, and other inspiring podcasts with house flipping experts at houseflippinghq.com. Houseflippinghq.com.